Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace with Pastor Philip Ransom Bello. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. I want us to read this together, everyone, if you, if you can. All right. Want to go for... I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Lift one hand up and say, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is what? It is the power of God unto salvation to me who believes. Say with me, I believe. You know, um, how do we get right with God? We get right with God by believing, right? Just by believing. In the Old Testament, you had to do certain things. You had to keep the law to be righteous. And after you have kept the law, you're, you're righteous, then you're qualified for the blessing. But in the New Testament, Jesus is the end of the law. To everyone who believes. Why? Because no human being can keep the law. I mean, you can do, you can do, I was going to say 95%, but I don't think you can do 95%. Nobody can do 90%. You can't even do 40% of being accepted by God. So therefore, Jesus is the one who fulfills the law for you. By keeping every single bit of the law. And because of that, if you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you have become righteous. What a blessing. And Romans chapter um, 5 verse 17 describes this righteousness as a gift. So... The righteousness we talk about is not something you work for. I want us to read this scripture together. Let's really want to go. For if by the one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of... I want us to say the gifts together. The gift of righteousness. What does that mean? It means righteousness is a gift. We didn't become righteous because we did something. You're not a man or you're not a woman because you smiled like a woman. And then after five years, your mom looked at you and said, woman, you shall be. (laughs) No. As you came out, they saw you were a woman. And they started to teach you how to behave like a woman. So identity comes before behavior. In the New Testament, holiness is not a root, but holiness is a fruit. Holiness is a fruit from your identity. And it's a fruit from the fact that you are righteousness conscious. We have, we have, I said something in the morning that, how many of you know E.W. Kenyon? You've heard of him? E.W. Kenyon? One of the great writers I mean, great men of God in the body of Christ. He said something that sin is not the problem of the church. 
But the problem of the church is sin consciousness. That many of you, before you got here, you first of all thought about how God will not answer your prayers. First of all. And while you were praying, you had every reason to believe that Nikon Luxury's roof has held down your prayers. It can't even go beyond here. But I want you to know God has heard your prayers. Hallelujah. Your prayers are heard by God. Why? Because you are righteous in him. The way he sees you is the way he sees his son. There's no difference between how God sees Jesus and how he sees you. There was a type and shadow of this in the Old Testament where um, Isaac was about to bless his sons. And then he called for Esau. But Jacob came. Right? Jacob wore an animal skin. And he stood before Isaac, his father, to receive the blessing. And when Isaac was about to bless him, he said, This body feels like, like what? Like Esau. But this is the voice of Jacob. But however, I will give you the blessing still. Because you feel like Esau. You feel like Jesus. When God, when God is... When God is listening to you, when God is looking at you, he doesn't see any difference between you and his son. Even though he hears your tiny little, pretty little voice, he can recognize your failings, but he blesses you because of Jesus. And you know, when, I, when um, Esau came back, and he found out that his blessing had been taken away, right? Isaac did not say because he lied. I take the blessing back. The blessing is such that when you give it, you can't take it back. Why? Because the blessing is always stronger than the curse. You can reverse a curse, but you can't reverse a blessing. Hallelujah. So I'm righteous. When you believe you're righteous in Christ, it, it gives you the impetus for action. You begin to do what is right. Because you are conscious of the fact that you're right. I said this morning that um, righteousness, consciousness... Is what aids prayers. It enables your prayers. When you stand before God and you're praying, you know that you're righteous. There is no limitation in your mind. You're not asking, is God going to answer my prayer? As the church has gathered, let the church be praying. I will just be singing. And after a while, when the heat of the prayer is strong, I will say my own prayer point so that God can hear me in the heat of the prayer. Friends, just, you know, when you pray, he purifies your worship, he purifies your service, and Jesus takes it and presents it to the Father. We're so privileged in this covenant. Righteousness, consciousness. I want everybody to have the understanding that we are righteous. Now, you're not being conscious of righteousness because... You want to do what is right. That's not, that's not just it. You, you are conscious of righteousness because you have been made righteous. It's your nature. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. That we might be what? Become or be made the righteousness of God. Now 
I'm not trying to be righteous by keeping a law. I mean, you know, there are two kinds of righteousness. Let me just, Romans chapter 10, verse 1, if, if quickly. Romans chapter 10, verse 1. It says, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel. Let me just, let me read it as the senior pastor of TSB. All right. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for TSB. Is that, okay, we're already saved. <laughs> use, use the, um, use NLT. We're already saved. Amen. And those of you who are not saved, receive Jesus. Praise God. He said, dear brothers and sisters, the longing of my heart is, and my prayer to God is, for the people of Israel to be saved. Next verse. I know what enthusiasm they have for God, but it is what? Ask your neighbor, I hope your zeal has sense. Ask your neighbor. I hope your zeal has direction. <laughs> I didn't say ask your neighbor. I hope you have sense. <laughs> That's not what I said. I said ask your neighbor. I hope your zeal has direction. Amen. Verse 2. I mean verse 3. For they don't understand God's way of making people right with himself. Refusing to accept God's way. Tell your neighbor, don't refuse to accept. Don't. What am I saying? <laughs> Tell your neighbor. Neighbor. I'm, I'm thinking, amen. Don't refuse. Complete it. <laughs> All right, let's put it simply. Neighbor. Accept God's way. <laughs> They cling to their own way of getting right with God. They, that is, they try to be the standard. God, you are not the standard now. I, let me be the standard for you. Have you seen people like that? Holier than thou. They make you feel less spiritual. They make you feel like God came to die for only you and not them. Do you know the man who, the guy who opens his shirts and shouts, Allah Wakubak. And then blows up people. Do you know God, Jesus died for that person? Now let me also say to you that if that person receives Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, his history is gone. I know some of you said yes, but in your mind you say no now. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But I'm telling you that if he receives Christ, from that moment. For if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. What? The gospel, powerful, that it wipes away your history and you stand before God as if you never did anything wrong. God says to tell you that their iniquities and their sins I will remember no more. God has amnesia on your iniquity. He, he can't remember the things you've done wrong. He can't. Not because he's not God, but he has chosen not to. For even the days of Israel, when the people put their tents and um, the prophet was hired to curse the people, he said, get them to curse. 
and Balaam stood on top of the cliff and he was about to curse. He said, he said, God has not beheld iniquity in Jacob. Neither has he seen perverseness in Israel. Meaning that for me to curse, there has to be sin. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? Before, before I speak a curse, there has to be the stronghold of sin. That if I curse you, it's because there is sin standing. And which gives the legitimacy for the, of the curse. But if God can't see the curse, the curse can't stay. Because curse needs sin to stay. And God says that I have declared you righteous. What curse are you talking about? What curse? It doesn't matter from your village. It doesn't matter from four generations before you. From five generations. With you it ends. Why? Because you are righteous in Christ. You know when you declare I'm righteous, you're not just saying you're righteous because you want to talk. You're saying you're righteous because of what comes with righteousness. I have the blessing because I'm righteous. I'm lifted because I'm righteous. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then the prophet said that there is the shout of a king is amongst them. Meaning that there is a sacrifice that is speaking louder than their sins. And that was in the Old Testament. How much more now? Which the blood of the sinless sacrifice, which is Jesus Christ, stood on that cross. He was hung on that cross. And Jesus playing three roles at the same time. He was both the lamb and he was also the blood and he was also the priest. That as the priest, he was taking himself. You know, the priest will carry the lamb. And, and, and I mean, slaughter the lamb on the brazen altar. Take the blood to the mercy seat. But Jesus was the priest. Jesus was the lamb. It was his blood. He killed himself. Took his blood to the father by himself. Bad guy. Oh my God. This gospel we preach, you can't be disadvantaged. Why? Because it all begins with your righteousness. How can you come to church and, Father, forgive me for all the sins that I'm about to commit? Because you know yourself. Forgive me for the ones I did knowingly, the ones I did unknowingly. Forgive me for the sins of my dreams. Sin conscious. Look at your neighbor and say, Don't be sin conscious. Don't be. I said in the morning, let me say it here again. Big fat cow. I'm not talking to you. I'm just saying something. Big fat cow. Big fat cow. Big fat cow. What are you thinking about? If you like, say, I'm not thinking about you. You are thinking about big fat cow. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's put it this way. Don't. Don't, don't drive the Bentley. Kai, you like, you like this one? Okay, don't drive the Bentley. Don't drive the Bentley. Don't drive the Bentley. Don't drive the Bentley. There are many cars in the house. There are many cars in the house. There's a limo, Shande. There's a limo, there's a range, there's a Bentley. Kai, you like all these things, amen? 
Where the rich tribe people? When we were asking where you were, where were you? Where were we? Where were we? Where were we? All right. Don't drive the Bentley. Don't drive the Bentley. Don't drive the Bentley. What are you thinking about? Bentley. That's what you're thinking about. You're not thinking about the other cars that are there. All of a sudden, your mind is on the Bentley. Before you know it, the human nature wants to find out what is about the Bentley that I shouldn't drive. Adam! Sorry, did I start you? Sorry. Adam. Don't eat off the fruit that is off the tree of life. But of every other tree thou shalt eat. Which one was Adam more conscious of? Not every other tree. The one they told him. You know, I found out sometimes when you're dealing with kids, you don't want them to touch something. Sometimes don't bring it to their mind. Or maybe your child falls down. And just, just do like, it's normal to be falling down. <laughs> Me too, I fall. In fact, sometimes if the child falls, you too, you fall. Bam. Then you stand up and you keep going. So the child will stand up and he'll walk. But if you say, oh, sorry, what happens? You know, we all did it. But why is it that when we fell, the first thing you do, you start looking at people. <laughs> why are you looking at people? Because you want to know if... Are you getting it? You need permission to cry. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, goodness. Don't be sin. Somebody wakes up in the morning. I'm not going to sin today. Today, I have set my heart. My eyes shall not behold iniquity. Iniquity, iniquity. Come on. That's, that's, the, that's the first phase of your walking with God. Move beyond that. Begin to think righteousness righteousness peace joy in the holy ghost that's the kingdom of god begin to think righteousness be righteousness conscious not sin conscious so even if you've not committed a sin but because you are conscious of sin you might be sinless but sin conscious that's still a problem because it affects the conscience the natural conscience, if left to stay, will become... The natural conscience is inversely proportional in strength to the greatness of sin. That if, if sin increases, your conscience gets weaker. And that's how people get to the place where they have the reprobate mind. And their conscience becomes seared. But I have righteousness consciousness. Hallelujah. Feed yourselves with the right things. Don't give yourself work to do. I'm going to end on this note, right? And the difference between Lot and Abraham. Abraham was a righteous man. Um, put me that scripture, uh, Josh. Can you find that scripture for me in Peter? Where it talked about um, vexation of righteous Lot. 
think it should be somewhere in Peter or so. If you find it, let me see. Lot was a righteous man. Abraham was also a righteous man. But Abraham was conscious of God's promises. Meanwhile, Lot, even though he was seen to be a righteous man, he surrounded himself with things that will remind him of sin. Because Sodom and Gomorrah was a place where all manner of atrocity happened. I mean, God had to debate with Abraham to bring judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah. He had to debate if he finds at least 10 people from 50. Say, God, if you find 50, will you destroy them? Okay, how about 40? How about 30? Came all the way down to 10. Still, nobody was, there were no 10 people. Have you found the scripture? Second Peter what? Thank you, Christian sister. Shake me. Second Peter 2 what? I feel like ordaining you. Second Peter, say it again. Second Peter 2, 7 and 8. Glory to God. It says, go to verse 6, please. Use the King James Version. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an ensemble unto those that after should live ungodly. And delivered just lot now just lot is not saying delivered only lot the just there is righteous so the bible is not saying and he he only delivered lot that's what i was saying he said he delivered righteous lot so lot was righteous right vexed my key word here is vexed vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked that's where this generation is right now you are righteous, but you are vexing your soul with filthy conversations. Let's keep going. Verse 8. For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. See, let me tell you something. You are righteous, right? You have to be cautious about what comes through your, your senses. Because your ear gates, your eye gates, your what gate again? Let's leave the mouth. <laughs> Let's take the ear and the eye very specifically. Your ear gates, your eye gates are very key. Don't vex your righteous soul with those, through those gates. Rather than following Rihanna, follow follow Cindy Trim, follow Tasha Cobbs, follow Kiki at least, follow Mike, Michael Stocky. You know, you know why I'm saying this? 
I say, oh God, my mind. I preserve my mind in the name of Jesus. Meanwhile, on your phone, Instagram. Your Instagram is filled with nonsense. You know what you're doing? You are vexing your righteous. Because what you keep seeing all the time, you become conscious of it, that you make the work more difficult for pastor to do. Thank you, brother. Maybe I should preach it. You make. Uh... <laughs> but do you understand what I'm saying? When you turn your phone on, position yourself where it is words of life you can hear. I'm telling you, because if you don't do it, now you're saying, Pastor, how do I know what is going on in the world? You will know. <laughs> You will know. You don't have, you don't have to. He said, see, um, Lot was living with them. I'm, I'm, see, you know, you know, I'm not saying that um, um, you should behave like you're holier than thou. Because if you see the lifestyle of Jesus, he didn't make even the prostitute feel like they were prostitutes. If you have righteousness, consciousness, and you're ministering to somebody who has a cigarette, you're not going to begin to emphasize on the cigarette. Because with the righteousness, consciousness, you look at the guy holding that stick with three girls beside him. Glory. <laughs> with three girls, that's not the glory. I mean the glory is what we happen. Amen. <laughs> with three girls beside him, right? What do you say to yourself? This guy is in the phase of not knowing who he is. But I can see past where he is. How does God see him? God has forgiven his sins. And if his sins are forgiven, then it means that I should see him that way. And not treat him as though he's some sinner. That's the way some of us do. Some of you have housemates, you have siblings who are not very keen with the things of God and you make them feel so condemned as if you are the good one, they are the bad ones. Meanwhile, when you need money, you go to them. Even the guy the, behind the camera laughed. <laughs> but do you understand what I'm saying? So what am I saying? You, you've got to preserve your, your, your righteous soul. Don't, don't fill yourself with things that vex your righteous soul. Don't, don't, don't fill yourself with wrong consciousness. Don't do it. Because if you do it, the, your consciousness determines your reality. So rather than following people who would just keep showing you rubbish all day, Follow people like, you know, follow people like Travis Green. Follow Pastor Phil. Amen. Amen. Every day you, you will see on my post, your sins are forgiven. I'll be telling you. I'll be telling you, you are righteous in Christ. I'll be telling you every day. Every day you will hear me say it to you. Why? Because you need that environment to grow. He said, me, nobody can control me. You're already being controlled. So nobody can control you. Are, you, are, you are black. You are replicating. Ha. I'm just not comfortable calling names. Amen. But I needed to say that, you know, because Rihanna is loved by God. You know what I'm saying? She's loved by God. The, the gift God gave her is whatever gift she's using, God gave it to her. Praise God. 
And if you really love her that much, begin to pray for her. Say, God, let the eyes of her understanding be enlightened. Because she's a wonderful woman in Christ. So we don't pass hatred on anybody. But you must protect your gates. Protect your gates. Don't vex your righteous soul. Don't vex it. Why? Because you must be righteousness conscious. All the time. Lastly, Mike Murdoch said that, I mean, Dr. Mike Murdoch, if you come to his house, you will see speakers everywhere, songs playing, things to remind him of who he is in God. He's very conscious of his atmosphere. He's very conscious of his conversations. Because he wants to always be reminded that he is righteous in Christ. Hallelujah. Some of you follow people on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. You would never know. They would never know you. And they are not adding anything positive to your life. Let's stay with the right things. Amen. He who is righteousness conscious will do what is right. Without trying too hard. Amen. Were you blessed tonight? I want you to say with me, I am righteousness conscious. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of good report, whatsoever things are praiseworthy, I think on these things. I think, I meditate on these things. I keep myself filled with the consciousness of these things. Hallelujah. So you know what I want you to do for me right now? In the next one minute, I want you to just close your eyes and think about everything that you have come through in life. See them gone on that cross. See them nailed to that cross. Every bad experience, every evil experience, every disappointment, every failure, every failing. See Jesus Christ taking up your sins, nailing your sins on the cross. And then see you rising with new life back up again. boldly declaring the righteousness of God with all the abilities and the qualities of God to belong to you oh hallelujah come on meditate this concludes this message thank you for listening and for more information about the standpoint church visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.